Hello and welcome to another episode of the Photography Bar. My name's Cam. I'm joined as ever by Mark. Hello, Mark. Hi, how you doing? You okay? I'm good, thanks. Yeah, the doors are open again and the, uh, as usual, the shutters are up, the bar is open. Um, so please and order we're your drinking drinks. Cokes. That's right, yes. Yeah. <laughs> so everyone, order your drinks, grab your drinks and, and, and come and join us as we talk about the photography world and give you our honest opinions and advice uh, as usual that we do every two weeks. Now, Mark, I want to jump straight in because Leica have released <laughs> another yet another new camera which which will be joining my arsenal of Leica cameras uh, which I have zero yeah. at the moment uh, from the, I was going to say which you have none <laughs> which which the James Bond camera um there was which, which other one was there oh there was the uh one with, the Leica, which is bulletproof with it bulletproof, Kevlar or something yeah Kevlar yeah then there was a monochrome that shot black and white only yeah. um <laughs> And how much was that one? Was it like four grand or something like that? Something like that. Well, there's another new one, which is also <laughs> retailing at four grand. Um, so if anyone out there is interested, have got money money to spend. Uh, like a <laughs> money drop, to waste. Drop the Sumicron or Sumicron uh, M28 F2 ASPH camera. Um, and this was going back last month. And it says that uh, it's been hailed as the ultimate in performance for repertage photographers. And we know how much people, how much photographers say they like to shoot candid reportage stuff yeah <laughs> so this could be the camera for a lot of people uh, for reportage photographers so they've released their summicron summicron or summicron m28 f uh, uh, f2 camera in the beautiful matte black and uh, yes it does look its usual stylish very simple sim simplistic style minimalists we say yeah um style and uh, and it says that living up to its reputation of combining art and engineering, and I like I like that. I, yeah, and, yeah. And I agree with that. The art and engineering aesthetics. And now, uh, yeah, exactly. Now they've created an extremely scratch resistant coating. Um, oh. Now, before they had the bulletproof camera, now they've yeah. got. Yeah, I was kind of hoping that would be scratch. If it was bulletproof, you kind of hope it'd be scratch proof as well. But you know, yeah, so. and an easy to use integrated lens hood. That's interesting. So, it's what's that? What do they mean? Something that just pulls out a lens hood that maybe just pulls out or something? Do you think? Maybe. Yeah. 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 Oh, well, here yeah, it's the four grand itself, isn't it? Yeah, quickly extended with one swift twist to devise an elegant lens. So that uh, you got your head in an your hands, elegant there, Mark. <laughs> right, an elegant yeah, lens, because okay. I'm still trying to work out what's so special about this camera. I mean, I, I think they're all overpriced, but at least the Kevlar one was bulletproof. You know, <laughs> yeah. you <laughs> what's know, so special about this one? Uh, uh, but you know, it's, it's marketing. I mean, they say it it's is. an easy to use integrated lens hood and it says quickly extending with one swift twist. It's like when Apple um, uh, released their, uh, um, their, their Macs, didn't they? In different colors. Is yeah. that right? What it was? And then they came out with this big thing saying, color it's like they just introduced color to the world yeah it, i know it, I, I get that but that's, it, was, it was marketing and that's that's all they're doing you know okay. yeah no i get that but most people don't buy max because of the color they buy it because they work mm. um uh but um you know some other manufacturers decide to do foldy phones with a crease in the middle of their screen. I mean, I don't get that either. Well, I get, well <laughs> that's another topic for another day. But it says, but that's not all. Leica's new wide-angle lens is fast, 
compact and able to deliver exceptional performance, which you would expect from Leica anyway. Yes, you would. Uh, and yeah. at four grand, okay? So, yeah. uh, and it's, a, it's also impressive in critical light situations by eliminating flare and distractions from the image. Now, that's quite interesting, but what well, do that's... I mean by that, by eliminating flare and distractions from the image? Is that the lens hood? Yeah, I don't know. <laughs> uh, it says the Summicron's can reconfigured obstacle design delivers versatility and incredible speed. Um, and it, it's making for powerful contrast and visually pleasing bokeh. Okay, because of, uh, you know, the, the, the depth of field that it will create for the lens. It all sounds a little bit sort of over-marketed from what they're saying there. Mm. Uh, from As I said, you know, we give you, all, uh, you know, uh, honest opinions. It says, chiefly designed as a complementary piece to the M10 reporter. Um, this, uh, it says the Summicron is an excellent accessory to any other M camera. That's interesting. It's a four grand accessory to uh, uh, other Leica cameras. Right. Obviously, there's people out there that, uh, you know, will go out and buy it because they're Leica enthusiasts and uh, they'll add it to their arsenal of images. Yeah. Um, In the boot of their jag. But I, but I just... <laughs> yeah, <laughs> so, yeah. But I wanted, I wanted to throw it out there. This Leica have... Uh, have uh, dropped another uh, another camera on the market now. Yes, another one for your wish list. I'm guessing exactly. That's right. Yeah, when I retire, <laughs> like a boss, like a boss. Yeah. Now, I mean, right. don't get me wrong. I'm sure they're lovely. And it's, yeah, if, I, if I was to pick one up and use one, I think, oh yeah, this this is this is oh, lovely. It looks, really lovely, lovely. But it looks that is, but the four grand price tag mm. is probably worth more, or is in the same boundary at least as the R6 and the new lens that you bought. Yeah. I mean, it's not far off, is it? No, it's it's not exactly. That's right. Now, and, and that's the context you've got to put it in. Yeah, I guess that. Uh, now, I think this camera's just been released. Now, I'm wondering. They're saying that, that it's been released, but I wonder when it will actually be available for actual purchase. Well, there is seems to be a bit of an issue um, because I've spoken to a lot of people, photographers and non-photographers alike, who you know, who just want to get a, a sort of like a point and shoot or something like that. There's a bit of a shortage at the moment. Uh, I think there's a there's a bit of a shortage generally uh, with certain electronic items, and, and this is one of them. And I was reading an article about it, and you know, most of the uh, manufacturers. I mean, Sony's admitted that um, production of certain products is being affected. Leica has stated that there will be um, at points during 2022 when it's unable to meet customer demands. Mm. Um, which, when you when we just thought about what we're talking about i mean there must be a high demand of those people who are spending four grand on those cameras so you know there is a market there obviously there is, yeah yeah um uh nikon has said that we're currently experiencing supply chain disruption um and delivery delays um um and then om digital solutions formerly olympus um uh, they said they do not foresee any delays uh with the launch plan of their new products uh based on current info but i guess that's probably because of their, they're still quite a young company, really, aren't they, considering who they are? Yeah. Um, but, uh, I mean, I'm getting this information just so I know, because I was reading, um, it's a, a, an article from AP I was reading um, about this, and I thought it'd be quite interesting to discuss, uh, just so I can get all the facts out there. Um, but both both cameras and lenses, they require this thing called a semiconductor. Um, so, for example, CMOS, which is the sensor that mm. you know we, we, we all know, yeah. um, stands for uh, complementary metal oxide semiconductor. So, if you're if there's a shortage of that, <laughs> there's going to be a problem, right? Um, I mean, image sensor digital cameras convert photons to electrons for digital processing, whilst processing 
processes and lenses help to control aspects such as aperture, focus control and image stabilization. All those lovely newfangled things you have on your new lens, on your, on your new Canon lens. It's all mm. those semi, all those uh, semiconductors that, that work. And the shortages, I mean, I've heard about this sort of thing before. I mean, I'm still trying to buy an Xbox um, X series. I, I must admit, I have given up recently because I'm trying to buy a house as well. Right. Uh, but all of last year, I was looking. Uh, you, could, you couldn't get hold of one full of the money that may have I haven't looked recently but there was a massive massive shortage of it cars second-hand cars uh to buy them they've they've gone up in price because right. of the shortage of new cars so people are buying second hand so therefore the market's inflated so this is not just for the camera industry this is um you know across the board with a lot it of is. electronic devices yeah um so yeah and a lot of a lot of factories had to close a closure of chip factories during um covid19 um and just uh rising shipping costs as well and I, I i mean i dare say the b word's got a little bit to do with it but i think it's more of a pandemic thing um that, than anything else um but you know um it's difficult for manufacturers to sort of ramp up the production since 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 covid so so yeah i mean have you noticed there being much shortages yourself when looking? um when i've been wanting anything that i've been wanting to buy i've not had an issue with um fortunately however i do know um a colleague of ours um steve uh said to me a few months ago that he was going to buy the z9 i think he was going to place an order but didn't i don't know but he's been looking and now uh um, when i speak to him this week he ne- he's now been told that he can't get one until the earliest he's going to get one is january mm. 2023 yeah you know and that's that's and that's a heck of a uh, that's a heck of a wait um yeah. you know for 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 anything and i'm i'm sure that's going to affect not just, as we said, not just cameras, but everything that, you know, like Xboxes and anything electronic, you know. Well, cars um, is a big one. I think. And cars is, yeah. well, well, there is, there are delays on cars, aren't there? And that's why yeah. one of the reasons why secondhand cars are actually priced higher than new cars at the moment yeah. uh, in some yeah. cases. Um, so with the Z9, uh, there's, there's a huge wait for that. Um, I wonder whether Nikon are going to be, uh, I wonder if they've upped, um you know production of that or is it still just a shortage of parts that they're running at capacity anyway because they moved their manufacturing didn't they from japan i think to taiwan Thailand. i think it was thailand thailand yeah, i think it was thailand think, don't quote us on that but they, yeah. they had shifted all their manufacturing there so and obviously with the covid restrictions you know still going on out there more so than they are here in some cases that's still going to cause cause delays as well so um I don't know, uh, you know, as far as, uh, you know, waiting for things. I, personally, uh, you know, I've, if I really needed something, then I'd, I'd have to find an alternative um, to the Z9. Um, that goes on to my next question about, you know, uh, you know, if you buy the Z9, uh, are you buying it because you really need it because of its capabilities? Um, well, there is that. I mean, just as we're talking, I'm just having to check, check on the WEX Um uh, online i'm just seeing if what there if there's any particular shortages there and just just generally seeing because it's not something that we've you know i bought a new camera last year mm, you bought yeah. a camera a few months ago and it's not something that we've really uh experienced you know but yeah, no. lots of people are telling me uh i mean i'm just looking down yeah so the eos r5 at wex uh, they're awaiting stock 
Okay. Um, the ESR, yeah, the R6 awaiting stock. That's interesting. Yeah, um, I, I have the ESR seen awaiting stock. Yeah, yeah. I mean, you're asking me if I've been affected in, in thinking about it when I had been. I, I've just been generally having a look around the last few months. There's a lot of stuff I've seen. Yes, awaiting stock, awaiting stock. Uh, yeah. In fact, there was somebody that um, wanted to buy. It was it was it was a, a beginner that wanted to buy a kit. And yeah. I remember recommending a Nikon D, whatever it was, 3000, 200, 500, whatever, the, whatever that mm. kit now is, the latest mm. kit. And it wasn't one available anywhere. Uh, yeah. It was really difficult. So we ended up finding finding something else. So, it, you know, it is across the board. So, yeah, just check in on the Nikon stuff now on WEX. I mean, the, the flagship models, both Canon R3 and the Z9, they're, they're on pre-order anyway. Yeah. Um, but yes, there's delays. Although the Z6 Mark II is in stock, but the Z7 Mark II is awaiting. Right. Okay, that's interesting because uh, uh, again, that's what uh, our Z6 colleague was saying months. that he yeah. was he was then probably going to get the the Z7 Mark II. The Z5 um, awaiting as well. Really? Yeah. I mean, yeah um, Z7 II, yeah. Z5 yeah. waiting. Yeah. yeah. So there is obviously a bit of an issue at the moment with all of this yeah. stuff. So, and I think that's uh, a- what I would probably just go out and advise though, guys. You know. It took me a very long time um, to go mirrorless. It, you know, it, I, I bided my time and my, I didn't feel that I was like losing track or, or I was behind the times or anything. So I just waited for, for a model that I was confident to come out because I wasn't, mm. as you remember, I wasn't quite yeah, convinced, right, yeah. was I? Yeah. Um, and I waited until the model that I thought would be good for me came out. And that's when I mm. bought the R6. And I could have, I could still be using my DSLRs now and not feel. I was behind the times or anything and, and buy a mirrorless next year. So my advice is don't, you know, unless you've dropped your camera or it's broken or something like that, don't necessarily feel you have to rush to get the new camera because mm. all that's going to do is put up prices on second hand. Um, so, you know, it's not the be all and end all. If you've got a camera that works for you and you're happy with it and you're getting the results you want out of it, you don't have to rush to get a new one. Wait for, cause this will, this will, this, this will change, you know, stocks will come back, they will catch up. And, you know, the prices will go down because of that. So my advice would be don't, don't feel you have to buy it now. No, the exactly. That's right. Yeah, if you can wait, unless you're, yeah. you're you're absolutely desperate, then then wait. And there are going to be things that come out on uh, uh, at, the, at the shows, like the photography video show that'll be September. You know, I'm sure that uh, th- there's going to be, um, you know, I'm convinced that the shows there's going to be models there. You know, for for some of the for some of the big trade shows. But yeah, Mark's right in that it's worth just biding your time, just waiting, unless yeah. you desperately need to get one. But then yeah. find you know, there's always going to be an alternative, and it might just open up. You know, your uh, you know, might just change things for you a little bit. And again, it's fine. But you know, buying the camera, if you, you know, that's that's really is suited to your needs. You know, don't mm. overspend on something that you don't really need. If you yeah. need the Z9 because you really need its full capabilities, and then and then wait. And I'm sure by the time mm. it does become available, the chances are, you know, Nikon are going to be possibly releasing the Z9 Mark II or something. Yeah. You know, so that's going to be interesting because you know they, they've they've got to push forward. They can't just sort of say, okay, well we're going to bide our time and wait no, until it gets production out. We've got to get these pre-orders out. They're going to be saying they need to be working on the next model. They need to be working on the Z9. Mark II, or the... they're probably already working on it. They'd be, yeah, they must be exactly. Yeah. That's right. Yeah. Um, and so, you know, it's amazing how quickly these cameras come out. You know, the R5 and the R6 came out pretty quickly, and then not not soon after, you know, soon after the yeah. R3 
is, yeah. you know, is, is out, well, out, out, but you know what I mean? It's yeah, that's right. Available yeah. for pre-order and all that kind of stuff. Yeah. But yeah, just, just bide your time. Don't rush into it because as I say, this period will change. Stock yeah. will come back in. They will catch up. Um, but also if there's a rush on things, prices will just go up and we're only doing ourselves a disservice really. Yeah, so, exactly. Um, that's right. Yeah. yeah. Now, something I just want to jump on something you said there, Mark, <clears throat> you were saying that when you, uh, you hadn't gone mirrorless. You didn't feel that you were being left behind. That's one thing that mm. I've always been guilty of. I've, I have this, I, I guess, this fear that as as a business, I, I, I'm I'm getting left behind. Someone, someone, else, there's a load of other photographers there that that have taken over, and I've got left behind, and or I need to jump on things, and and so I've always tried to stay up to date with with techniques and technology. But with going with going back onto mirrors what you said that you didn't feel that you got left behind i think that mirrorless and we've spoken about this has just made our lives so much easier in oh, the yeah. sense that we can just if we want to create a, a, an image we can create that just by looking through the viewfinder when taking the image make all the tweaks and see exactly what we're getting through the viewfinder so i think that photographers that are shooting just dslr are getting left behind. I'd go against you on that, actually. Well, first of all, first of all, you need to think about the context and when I said it. So I mm. wasn't going to go mirrorless before the R6 and the R5 came out because Canon's no, other yeah. mirrorless yeah. models weren't all that, you know, yeah. they weren't that great. And I didn't want to go to Sony. I didn't want to move over to Sony because of the issues that both you and Rob had had. I yeah. felt it, it was pointless. Um, and so I waited for the right model to come out for me. Mm, yeah. Um, when it comes to uh, shooting, I mean, it's studio-based stuff. I still use my DSLR, by the way. Yeah, I get that. Yeah. <laughs> because yeah. the file size is actually bigger than the yeah. R6 well, yeah. from my Mark III. I think that's and, different in the studio. Yeah, and, yeah. Uh, but that's my primarily, that's what I do primarily. Doing most, so, yeah. so in my opinion, you know, when you're shooting in the studio, you are... The, I mean, the main sort of uh, thing with mirrorless is the fact that, of course, it's a newer camera, so there is a better sensor and all that kind of stuff. I get that. But, you know, it's, it's the um, exposure simulation. I mean, mm. you do not need that in a studio if you're yeah. if you're No, helping. you don't. That's don't right. You? Yeah. And in a studio, so, yeah, you're so right. when I say I wasn't being left behind, mm. if you're a studio photographer, you you don't need a mirrorless no, no that yeah that's right yeah but yeah. outside of that location stuff i think i wouldn't say people are getting left behind i would just say that mirrorless gives you far more opportunities oh, it does. to create it... something in that instant rather than uh rather than shooting and testing and getting to that point and then not quite nailing it you know because of the light and whatever whereas yeah. mirrorless allows you to do it really quickly create something and nail that shot that you want to get you see, I would always get those shots that I'm getting my mirrorless. It would just take mm. me longer to get. That's and it's, it, yeah. it is a time thing. Yeah. Um, you know, it, it's almost, I almost feel I'm losing a skill now I've got the R6. Yeah. I'm not too sure if you feel like that, but I was pretty good at going into a room, judging what the light was, how much flash I needed and where my aperture should be. I wasn't bob on every time, of course not, but I was always in the right area. And now yeah. I kind of feel that now I've got a mirrorless, that skill is going. No, I, so do, I yeah, do worry uh, about that a little yeah. bit. But no, because it's, it's not laziness, but it does because everyone's using it and it is quicker. It is easier. And if you're thinking about weddings and things have got to be, you've got that intense period of the day mm. where things have to be done really quickly and you can't be faffing about with yeah. lighting ratios. And yeah. I get that. And that's where mirrorless really comes into its own. 
Um, but, <laughs> um, you know, it does it mean I'm getting shots now that I weren't getting possibly? Does it mean I'm getting those shots quicker? Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. And I think that's just it, isn't it? it, it, it it's quicker and you know what you're actually getting. But that thing about going into a room and perhaps not paying as much attention to what it was. I think I still do that because even, you know, wherever I am, if I'm, you know, if I'm going to be shooting, if I walk into a room while I'm getting my gear out and I'll already be thinking, right, okay, I need to put it into this camera mode, start off with 800 ISO, uh, put it onto, uh, right, okay, uh, F2.8 um, and I'm, I'm ready to go. And then, and then I'll sort of, but I'm thinking about it as I'm getting my camera out of yeah. the bag. Yeah, no, I immediately I, I... set it to that. And I think we do that out of habit of just experience yeah, and knowing and knowing that but for me well. it's that extra dimension because i used to use the flash all the time yeah so it's that extra dimension of knowing okay how much flash do i need to yeah. sort of pop in there yeah. and now i kind of just use the exposure simulator and i mean yeah. you can't do that with flash. It, do, it, do you know what i mean I've... yeah i get that but also the, the thing is i think you should always still be aware because you might find that you know, I've done it on mirrorless where i've adjusted it and i've got exactly the right exposure that i want but i realized that the iso is like really high and i'm thinking well yeah. hang on a minute i need to bring that iso down because yeah. i'm outdoors i need to bring that iso down a lot yeah. lower and i need to make adjustments to other settings and you can do that so you've also got to be what my thing is is that even if you're shooting mirrorless and you can see what you're getting you still need to sort of know that right okay i'm in the right ballpark figure mm. for the iso i know i'm in the right range for the aperture i know that you still should be thinking along the lines of look this is roughly where i should be at yeah. you know um and and i think if you don't and then i think you can lose that that mm. that skill that really valuable skill yeah. of thinking it right okay me. yeah that's right because um i was with somebody the other day and every picture that his camera was shooting was at 400 iso and i was thinking hang on a minute the why is you're making other adjustments but your iso is not changing and we couldn't figure out what it was doing it was on a canon um so one of the canon mirrorless not 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 r5 or r6 but below that model. okay okay and and his iso wasn't in auto and i couldn't think why it was doing that um something anyway something wasn't right and we turned his camera off took the battery out and put it back in turned it back on and it suddenly seemed to reset and we'd set the iso up much higher so th there was there was a fault in the electronics there or mm, something mm. um and so so you need to be aware because i was thinking hang on a minute why is your iso not changing it should be changing yeah. you know um anyway it it was um it was having you should know a, you should have a rough idea of what your exposure should be yeah you know, yeah no i but i feel like i had to know it more before. yes yeah yeah. And, and yeah, especially yeah. when you're looking at flash and, and, and all that kind of yeah. stuff. Now, yeah. I was going to say, it was going to just change uh, um, uh, story for a moment because yeah. we're talking about obviously about taking photos and and we're now finding that most people now are taking photos um, on their phones. Okay. Everyone yeah. is. Okay. Yeah. Every, every single person. Uh, on the planet that has got a, got a phone, phone <laughs> is using it to take pictures. Okay. So first being taken more, least, or, yeah. or a smartphone. Okay. And now I came across a story where it says that young adults are hoarding a combined 10 billion photos <laughs> on their smartphones. That doesn't surprise me. Yeah. It says almost all adults with smartphones admit to storing photos in online cloud services, even paying up to five pounds a month for additional storage on their phones. Um, yeah, and, I think I do that. Yeah, and it says the study of 2,000 adults found younger generations worry more about forgetting memories and events 
than any other age group, with over a third claiming it's why they don't delete their images. Now, when you talk about memories and events, now, in this day and age, it's far easier. You know, people talk about wanting to create memories. Creating There's far more options these days to create memories than ever before because there's more yeah. things to do. There's more things well, to do. Well, it's also... Yeah, you have access to a camera, don't you? Exactly, you have camera. You have access to a camera, but there's more places to go. There's more places to see. There's more places yeah. to go and socialise. So those the world things, is a lot smaller. Yeah, you know, I remember, uh, you know, going back years ago, Saturday nights for most people, most families in this country were spent in front of the TV. You know, yeah, Saturday the night TV. Yeah, yeah, Saturday night TV. That that was just a huge you know that that was the biggest form of entertainment now mm. you know um I, I was out at the weekend i went out on saturday and where we went uh is a restaurant that we went to um it was absolutely packed in there yeah it was heaving in there mm. um and so so many so people are out a lot more and they're recording memories so so, so it, it, and and obviously we've got phones so it's a no-brainer actually that so many people are doing it but mm. the story goes on it says because about young adults this is it says more than a third of 18 to 24 year olds have been more conscious of preserving their memories since the start of the pandemic it says all mm. a whopping 97 percent of our all adults surveyed admitted they keep old photos tucked away in online cloud services with the average person only returning to view old images once a month well that's fine because you might not view those image old images for years you come across mm. and think oh yeah i remember these mm. um and it says here it says this this is despite claiming that looking at old images makes them feel more positive calmer and loved to happy memories i guess that's what it really comes down yeah. to i mean there's nothing new there no, and an additional third of people claim looking across <clears throat> memories helps them to brighten their day. Well, I think that's probably the case with most people. But yeah. the research, it says, was commissioned by Fujifilm, um, oh, okay. which is encouraging people to yeah. unlock hidden memories trapped, trapped inside their cameras. Um, I'm just going to just put a little bit of a, a cynical caveat with this. Right, yeah. Okay. Okay, yeah. <laughs> one, <of> the, <laughs> one of the biggest things that Fuji sell is the Instax. Yeah. So I'm wondering if this is like, go back to film, kind of, buy the Instax kind of thing. Yes. Is, is, that, is that, was that where Fujifilm's going well, with this? Well, not, no, not necessarily. They are just talking about purely about, um, you know, storing images on, on the cloud, I guess. People are, yeah. no, they don't really say that, but you know what they're, you know what they're saying. Mm. Um, and, but it, uh, I'm not sure there's just a younger generation, it says, who feel concerned about their effect of pandemic on their memory. So they're using technology. I think, I think everybody is. Well, you know, uh, you how know. about this then, Cam? How many how many photos do you have on your phone? I have to be honest, I don't have many. I don't actually use my phone for that many photos. Do you not? I really don't. And and really, I should be recording more memories, but I tend not to. Okay. Um, it just I don't know. That's just me. I don't I don't I don't go and shoot everything I do. I don't go and shoot everywhere I go. I don't shoot a photo because I'm in a restaurant. I don't shoot a picture of my meal. I don't shoot. I'm going. Well, no, out, I don't shoot a know, picture of my meal. Right. You know, but, but what I'm saying is people, a lot of people do that. That is a memory for them. Um, yeah. You know, and, and we've spoken about this before. I do think the fact that people go out and they spend more time on their phones taking pictures, saying they're having a great time, than actually having a great time, um, you know, is, uh, you know, so phones are, are guilty of taking away that moment in time because you're taking a photo. Yeah. It's like going to a gig and you see people are just taking, spending the whole 
you know, the, their whole thing of where, where was it? I can't well, any event, watch any event, you know, <laughs> and people are there at an event, they're privileged to be there at an event, and they've mm. got their phone up and they're filming it and they're watching it on their phone while they're filming it. They're not actually watching the live. Oh, event yeah, but I film I've I've filmed gigs though. Um See, I don't uh, do that. I don't, I don't do watch that. it on the phone though. I, I just have it there and I'm watching it. Yeah, no, uh, people do. You when it's all Guns N' Roses, I wanted to see Guns N' Roses for years. Yeah, and of yeah. course I'm going to film it. <laughs> do you know what I mean? Of course I'm going to film something. Yeah, you see, I tend not to. Do- yeah, you see, I don't. I tend to just put my. That's just me. I tend to put it away because these days that gig's going to be on YouTube at somewhere along the line because someone's. Yeah, but it. I know it's your own memory. It's your yeah. own memory. It's your own footage at the vantage point that you were. Yeah. And what you were seeing on that time because yeah. your memory will fade a bit and having those. Yeah. Oh, I'm, I'm, I'm not so anti that, to be honest. Yeah. I'm anti it if you're doing it for the whole entire gig. Yeah. Or you like you say, you're just watching your phone, watching. I, I when I saw Guns N' Roses, we were up in the rafters a little bit. We were sat down, unfortunately. And yeah. I was sat. I just had made sure the phone was pointed towards the stage. It was up my chest. I was just holding it like that, but I was not looking at the phone. I not was, looking, yeah. I was yeah. watching the gig. But I'm saying I think a lot of people do do that. They get lost. Uh, and it's just on their phones, yeah. you know. But now, but don't do it for the entire gig, obviously. But um, no. But what you were saying about Instax, it, you know, they don't actually say this, but it does come to it. Okay. Now this yeah. obviously says photographs come with emotional ties, and they can transport us back to a moment in time when which can have a positive impact on our mental well-being. It says image hoarding doesn't allow you us to reap these benefits, though. Yeah, there we there go. It Instead. Instead, I would recommend displaying photos around the house and viewing the images you have stored regularly. As research, as research has shown, that looking at your photos makes you feel more positive, calmer, and loved. I mean, okay. I do agree with everything that said, to yes. be honest with you, because yeah. I'm very much... It's like when people buy the, the family photography from me, and obviously I do sell a USB. Yeah. And obviously that has all the images on there, so people suddenly think that, oh, that's the value. But I'm actually thinking, no, no. The value is buying that one image on the wall, yeah. Yeah. which might be a similar price to the USB, but you see it every day. Where, well, where that's just it, yeah. USB. And yeah. so, and and, and when you meant, when you actually explain that, people go, "Oh yeah, yeah," because you do. You see it every day. You get the joy from it every day because you see it, rather than it being in the drawer. Um, you do because I've got we've got pictures around our house, and like if any of them are moved, so sometimes. You know, my wife sort of moves things around a little bit, and I think, oh, where's that picture gone? Or, yeah. or oh, that picture's there, is it? Oh, yeah. And mm. there's, 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 um, we've got pictures. We've got this little. We've got a piano at home, and on top of the piano, um, we've got all these little frames, all packed with family photos. And obviously, I walk past it every day, and I find myself looking at them yeah, without of sort of realizing that I look at them. And that's the joy that it actually brings. You know, there's yeah. pictures of me there. You know, there's my one or two of my old school photos. You know, there's parents on their wedding day. Uh, there's myself on you know my wedding day, that type of thing. And mm. you know, my son when he was younger, and all. So yeah, those are great memories, but they are there. They are displayed. They're just not. They're not on their phone. You know, mm. they're not. They're not stored somewhere on my phone. Yeah. And and the thing is, is storing them on the phone in cloud. You've got to be careful with it. I mean, I went to the states going back a few years ago. I think it was 2016. Can't remember. 2014. No, it's 2014. I remember because the World Cup was on, and the World Cup was on, and we were tra- going to one or two different places in the states, and I, I watched some some of the matches out there. Yeah. Uh, um, on screen stuff, and uh, I remember we'd hired this. Uh, this two-seater convertible um, is a last-minute thing, which is brilliant. And I lost all the photos that were on my iPhone. I don't know where they went to. Don't know what happened. I lost all the photos really? from that trip. Lost all the photos on that trip. Yeah. 
Um, yeah, I don't know what happened. Looked on the cloud. I, you know, because I've got to be honest, I'm not great at using my phone for pictures. You know, yeah. I know it sounds crazy, but I don't. Um, and I should, and I should be more careful. And that was a good, that was a case in point, really, when I should have. Mm. Um, but Fuji do go on to say, so to sort of finish off here, it says, um, it says the survey also revealed nearly one in five are storing photos that are at least a decade old with those in East Anglia, London and the East Midlands, the worst offenders, according to one poll.com figures. Um, and it says the general manager at Fujifilm, Theo Georgiades. Yeah, that's the guy I spoke to. Oh, is it? Oh, that's okay. the guy I spoke to. Oh, yeah. well, 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 Theo or Theo, we want to encourage everyone to live and relive life's best moments through photography, regardless of whether that's on your smartphone, a digital or an instant camera. Uh, what our latest research shows is that whilst we are pretty good at ca capturing our memories, we aren't always great at making the most of them afterwards and are letting them sit forgotten for months and in some cases for years on end. Hey, but isn't it great when you come across some, come across some pictures that you'd forgotten that you ever had that you may not have even seen? It's one of the best yeah. feelings in the world. Um, I mean, I'm just looking at my, my, my role now. I mean, I think some of these pictures that I'm looking at were actually taken on another camera and I've put on my iCloud or phone. Yeah. But the very first picture I've got on here is from April the 11th, 2010. Okay. That's, right. that's the very first photo right. I've got on here. Now, I don't think this was actually taken on a phone. Right. Okay. That, I, I think it's yep. taken another camera and it's since been put on the camera roll. Um, and I have 7,252 images in this. Right. It's called recent. So I, I think okay. the, the accumulation of all the other albums yeah. that I've got. Yeah. Um, now, I reckon it, for me, what actually annoys me is that a lot of them are probably screenshots of things that I've seen on the internet. Oh, get a quick oh, yeah. screenshot of that. So I can, I've got those, that's, yeah. that's, I've got millions of those. Well, obviously not millions because I've only got 7,000 images, but yeah. um, you, you know what I mean? And I think those, if I got rid, if I curl those, I reckon that would at least a quarter to a third of those yeah. images would be. Yeah. Gone. I regularly delete <laughs> stuff that I take because I take stuff for work. I'm out somewhere. I think yeah. oh, I need to grab a shot of that or yeah. I need to, yeah. Uh, sometimes it's receipts. Right. Yeah. I've got to take yeah. pictures of and that things like that and then delete those. Now it says here, there's a, there's a, there's a top 10 most common photos stored in British phones. I'm not going to go through the whole list, but um, reading from uh, number five upwards um, is, so it said the 10 most common photos stored in British phones coming in at number five are pictures of friends. Yep. Number four, landscapes, stroke scenery. Yep. I can see that. Three is pets. Two. <laughs> yeah. Two is travel and one is family. So family photos are the most common photos stored in British phones, followed by travel photos, followed by photos of their pets, followed by photos of landscape and scenery and friends. Yeah. In interestingly enough, number six, it comes up as random screenshots. Okay, uh, there you go. You know? Yeah, because how often do you look and think, oh, I took that. Why'd you take that? I don't know. I just took it. Yeah. You know, so yeah, I get that. Uh, you've got selfies on the list, food, work-related contact uh, content, which is what I was saying, yeah. receipts, and then memes and GIFs. Oh, yeah, memes and GIFs. Yeah. About those. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, interesting, actually. I mean, it, it's, it, to, I've got to be honest. The articles told us nothing new. No, no. Okay? No, this is Fuji. I know what Fuji are doing. And the thing I is, know. I agree with their sentiment. Yeah. But, you know, you got to, uh, yes, they do digital cameras. I get yeah. that. But, yeah. you know, you have a, a company that is really synonymous with film. Yeah. Uh, who made a lot of money making photo paper and yep. film and slide film and all this kind of stuff. Yeah. still are really pushing the instant photo market. 
Yes. Basically yep. telling us that you hold a load of pictures on your iPhone, you should get them out and, and print them out. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I, mean, I mean, although I agree with everything they said, um, I understand why they're doing it, to be honest. There is an right. agenda there, I'm yeah. sure. Um, but it, it, it's interesting just to read articles like that sometimes. Yeah, but as no, I said, absolutely. It's a shame it, it, it didn't really teach us anything new, but it, it basically it goes on to say, hey, look, you know, photos create, you know, or can create, fantastic memories don't lose your photos keep them print them look at them yeah. they're good for you and uh, that's basically what it's saying and that's, yeah. the that's the main reason why people are using their cameras on a day-to-day -day basis anyway just to record those memories well, i'm quite pleased that food and selfies were quite far down in that list i think so uh, i was quite i'm quite because I, I reckon if it's done a few years earlier selfies would have been a bit higher yeah Did uh, you know that the days have gone haven't they you know when when say you want to take a picture with a group of friends where have the days gone when you'd give the camera to somebody else well yeah i mean you wouldn't want to give your phone to somebody else though would you i mean they could half inch it and... no i mean generally though you know who you're going to hand it to well yes of course say, right of oh, course. did you take a, a picture of well, people do ask me though i mean uh, how, yeah. how many times at a wedding i i take a group picture oh yeah and they'll say and then, and then someone yeah. goes oh can you take this with your phone as well yeah, that's right. yeah, yeah. I've had that. Of course, yeah. you do. You, you do get that. But I think generally, though, uh, I think um, so. I don't see so many people asking and doing that as much as I used to. It no. is all about the selfie and the selfie stick. I just want to talk about the selfie stick because I had one. I, in fact, I had a couple going back a few years ago. Yeah. You don't see that many people using selfie well, sticks. I think they are absolutely brilliant. You see, I think they're good. I've actually got one, and my one is um, it's Bluetooth. So yeah, it's got a little remote control. Yeah. Yeah. And, um, yeah, yeah, I love selfie sticks, but you don't see many. But I don't see why I don't see many people using them now. It's like they've no. gone out of fashion now or something, you know. Um, but uh, I'm, that, in fact, that is one thing. I'm going to go and buy a selfie stick. I think for, yeah. for my next holiday, I'm going to go and buy a selfie yeah, stick. And I'm going to try and take loads of pictures. That's I always thought it would be a good thing to do with um, for Instagram and stuff. Yeah, um, like if you're at a wedding, you have a picture yeah. of the wedding, every bride and groom you, you you're with. Yeah, like at the right. edge yeah. to take a selfie with them. Yeah, and put it on Facebook yeah. or something. Yeah, yeah. I think I. Uh, yeah, yeah. So that is going to be on my list of purchases. Things to purchase: a selfie stick. So yeah. I should be. I should be going to get one of those. So, okay. Um, bit of a strange episode. Might we sort of jump from one sort of thing to another without getting too serious about anything, really? Yeah, yeah. I mean, uh, I, I think. Um, yeah, it, it's it's a strange time at the moment because I I mean I'm the busiest I've ever been really. Um, Same here. I think yeah. I think you are. Yeah. But yeah. On contradictory, you got all this stuff about you know the shortage and demand and of, of cameras and things. So it's kind of a weird time. It is. I, I think it was always going to be a little bit strange after the pandemic. I mean, this time last year were we in a lockdown? This time last year we just come out of one. Yeah, we were. I think we were in one. Yeah. 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 In, I think, or, yeah, or yes, yeah. Well, there and were restrictions. Just come out there were or, restrictions. Yeah. yeah, yeah. So it's amazing how it's just gone back to normal, really. Yeah, normal plus a lot more. Really. Yeah, you know, yeah. as far as um, uh, the amount that we're having to do and travel now as well. Um, and I, you know, I don't enjoy going to stay in hotels, particularly when it's just no. one night. It's a pain in the backside. Yeah, it is. Um, but anyway, we're going to move. We're going <laughs> to we're going to get another conversation there. Yeah, so, yeah, we would. But, we would. Uh, yeah, 
good um so oh and something i just want to just try out there yeah, yeah brilliant yeah. brilliant on uh we, we've got one of our uh one of our our listeners tim i want to throw tim tim's name out there okay. um who listens to us regularly tim has been working with us doing helping us with some editing work oh has um, he um that's right yeah and um so uh tim thank you very much for the work that you uh that you did with us and uh <laughs> it's going to continue for the rest of this year um which has been brilliant so yeah it's so been you know, oh, that's cool. So it just shows we have more than one listener. We have but, more than one listener. <laughs> so we know Craig's right, yeah. an avid listener. Exactly. Right, we have yeah. another one. <laughs> we have, yeah, that's right. Yeah, no, we've got a few avid listeners. Which is, which is great. So hello to all the avid listeners out there. Yeah, so thank, thank you for the support. It's, it's amazing. Exactly. So, guys, we're going to wrap up for another week. The shutters uh, are going to be slammed down in a minute. The doors are going to yeah. be firmly shut and locked, so no one else is going to get in the bar. And yeah, get uh, out we, of our yeah, pub. Get out of our pub. Yeah. <laughs> and uh, we will catch up with you uh, next uh, on the next episode. Thank you. Bye for now, guys. <laughs>